Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, Season 2, Episode 8 of the Weekly Nightly Podcast. Uh, I'm Andrew. I am Carlo. Hey, guys. This is Eric. And this is Dave. And we're still part of the Hockey Podcast Network. I just forgot to say it because it's late and I'm hungry. Um, we also have Summer here with us, so say hi, Summer. What's up, guys? Producer so, Summer. I'm just here for fun. <laughs> just for funsies. Um, speaking of funsies, uh, what were we, 3-1 and one this week, I guess? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so things are going well. Uh, anybody upset with the team more than usual? I mean, I, I'm no. feeling pretty good. I feel pretty good about it. I thought, um, I don't think we were going to uh, sweep them. Uh, the, like, losing one game is, you know, it's fine. I, I, after we lost that game, I wasn't really tripping about it. You know losing I mean? one game to Gibson is especially fine. Like, yeah. You're gonna Even, lose one game to Gibson at some point. It's just so, like, yeah, losing to Gibson is fine, but the way they played in that game, oh, was I was not gonna fine. say, yeah, no, I thought bad. every team has an off day, and that was one of Vegas's off day, which which is fine to me as long as it doesn't become a trend, as long as they they kind of carry that loss with them, um, which is fine. Like you're not gonna win all fifty six games, so you know, just let it go. <laughs> well, what? With with the new season, the divisional format, right? You're going to play a bunch of teams, whether it be two game series or four game series. You've played two teams so far four times, and you're three and one against both of them, right? Arizona and Anaheim, and both of those are both in fourth and fifth in the division currently as standings uh, set. So to be able to go three and one against those teams, that's all you all you can ask for, right? I mean, you're two and zero against LA. So next time you play them two times, you go one and one. All of a sudden, you're three and one again. It just it just how it's going to go. You're not going to go eight and zero against any team, right? I mean, even in the other uh, divisions, the worst team in the league is Ottawa, and they're still beating. They beat uh, Montreal. They beat they beat Toronto. Winnipeg. I know happens. that because my fucking yeah, they beat Winnipeg. They beat in Toronto. Yeah, it's just you, you're, you're you're just not going. Yeah, you're just not going to go as much as you would like to, right? You're just not going to go 8-0 against the team. It's just not going to happen, so. But yeah, I mean, you know, three going 3-1 going and one against either of those teams, given both of them have two of the most elite goaltenders that Vegas doesn't have. Um, yeah, shit. I mean, I'm, I'm happy with the way things have gone for this team. And – Go ahead, sorry. Measure Officially top of the division again. So with, with two games in hand to St. Louis. So that's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of St. Louis, it's the only team we have a losing record to right now in the in this division, but we only played them once. And we did get a point from them. So it's it's perfectly fine. Like we're Vegas are sitting sitting it's a really good situation. We all know they're gonna make the playoffs. They're, they're At least we can beat Arizona. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Hell yeah. They played each other like six times in a row, I think. <laughs> and they they're lost. About like, they're, they're about they're about to play the seventh too. They're gonna they're they're yeah. playing a full playoff series. It's crazy, and I don't know. I think it's three and three right now, AJ. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. But we could lose. Lose put our perfect meme for that the other day too of uh <laughs> the picking the brain. Yeah, what are we gonna do yeah, today? Same thing we do every day. Play the Arizona Coyotes. And I, it's really cool for me to see that though because uh. The Coyotes are moving to, to the Central Division. I think it's like a start of a good rivalry between those two. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Just I to think, get it uh, started, yeah. We're, we're going to be more than happy to see those teams uh, play each other and chip away at their uh, <laughs> their talents, right? Yeah, at their, um, at their records. But let's go back to the Golden Knights, though, because I want to talk about a few games. 
the the, uh, the first Anaheim game, the uh, I thought that game was really good for Vegas until that one stretch in the third period where they let in three straight goals and three straight shots, which was just huh. I don't know what Pretty happened impressive. there. It's... Yeah, yeah. I, you know, they started out the year you know doing really really well in the third period, but then all of a sudden, some of the third period play lately is just not that been was... the best. Yeah, that was just a lapse, I think, because uh, Fleury was playing really well, and he just let in those three goals. I don't, I, I think, so. I, I don't remember all of it at the top of my head, but I feel like uh, a lot of those he could have saved. There know? were so many turnovers during that game, and they really need to work yeah. on that because I've been seeing that consistently over the last few games too. I think they did. I think they got better when we played uh, uh, Colorado. The, it, I was, it was still there, but that was, I think, a little bit more because Colorado forced uh, the issue. I, it did show up again uh, against the Sharks, though, a few times where they turned over the pucks, which um, good thing the Sharks couldn't really finish and they were the Sharks. But you're, you're right there somewhere. They do, they do, they do need to uh, like work on that turnover thing. And I think a, a part of that a little bit too is uh, the absence of Theodore because uh, with Theodore on the ice, he, he takes care of the puck really well. Although he, he does turn the puck over sometimes, but it, he's just, I think, a, a presence in that defense. You defense can definitely feel Theodore's absence. Yeah. So I think I think that's part of it. What do you yeah. guys think? I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like going back to that, that Tuesday game with – with Anaheim, they they definitely uh, they deserve to win that game, but yeah, I, I could see why it was five four. I mean, they had a huge breakdown in that third period. Um, obviously, then they came back to play Anaheim again, and uh, that was not a, a good outcome. That was probably the worst game of this season by a lot. So, yeah, that was by far the first worst game they've had all season. It was, like, everything was just ugly. I, I just keep collecting this gift of, of the pile of shit, and yeah, that's pretty much accurate, Dave. Yeah, the, everything was great in that game except for Flurry. Flurry was fantastic that game. He deserve, I think, he deserved the win, but also Gibson kind of deserved the win that too. But Flurry was just uh, like like that was the game where they wore the gold buckets too, which is oh. Don't get me started yeah. on those. Yeah. yeah, is there is there anybody here that actually can say that they like those helmets? No. The only way I'll give it a chance is if they try it with the gold uniforms. And if it then if it looks bad with those, just no, pitch them. I don't no, think they need... with, the re- with the retro, actually. I think they might look okay no. there, but I still feel like it's not the right shade of gold. to Exactly. It's yeah. not the right shade of gold. They need to fix that. They need yeah. to. It's too Mitt. chromey. They need to make it a little bit more matte. Uh Yep. to match their sweaters and and fix the shade of gold because it, it, it does not match at all and it's really off-putting. Yeah, the, the chrome just throws it off. I was just going to say they need to do a matte instead of a, a, a chrome like you said. It, yeah. it just it's just too glaring. Like Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it, look it, at, like I said, it, I tweeted before, look at Fleury's helmet. Go off that. Go off the shine of Fleury's helmet because Fleury's helmet actually matches the gold in the jersey. And it's not it's not chrome. It's not too shiny. It's still shiny. It, it's still reflective, well, but it's still a very good gold. They that uniform that. set, that uniform set, you know, with the gray jerseys and that chrome helmet, it reminded me of old NHL 94 on Super, Super Nintendo <laughs> where the, the uniforms were you know, a dark color, and then the the helmets would always be the opposite color. 
And every single team was like that in that game. That's what it reminded me of. And it was just so glaring. It was just like, just no, just no. Yeah, they need to retire those helmets. What do you think, Eric? Are, are, you a, are you a huge fan of these helmets? You want them on every game? No. <laughs> Man, the simple words. <laughs> I think that's all that needs to be said. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that, that Tuesday game, uh, I, it was definitely an exciting game. Yeah, I just I – just, well, back to the Thursday game. I, I thought it was just low event hockey, right? Like, yeah. it's going to happen. Once again, I mean – Look at everything that went into it, right? Okay, so Nosek has COVID, gets pulled in the middle of the Tuesday game. Theodore's hurt. Um, going to the game on Thursday, they injure Leonard in practice or in the pregames, whatever, in the morning skate. It, it set up for a low event game, right? And that's what it was. I mean, I texted in the group, like, I thought Flurry would get lit up because he wasn't going to be prepared for it and to his credit as uh carlos said he was absolutely fantastic in the game but once again you're you're not going to beat a team eight times in a row as much as we'd like to even if it's the worst team in the league it's just not going to happen so yeah i I, I didn't think it was as bad as you guys all made it out to be i mean it was just lower than hockey it wasn't a they didn't get drubbed seven to one or anything like that or seven to zero it was just lower than hockey it just looked like you kind of said lower than hockey. It was more like going through the motions. That's all it seemed like. Yeah. I mean, you're missing your best. You're missing your best defenseman. I mean, you, anybody can argue Petro or Theodore. I'll take Theodore every day of the week. Um, another one of your, your players just got COVID when you just got shut down from having COVID. So I'm sure they're thinking, God, is this going to happen again? Right. And then once again, you injure your, 1A goalie or whatever you want to call him, 1A, 1B goalie in, in the morning skate. I'm sure the team wasn't prepared for it. I'm sure they were I not also, prepared for that game. Maybe not just in the morning skate, but I think I remember in his previous game, he took one off the same shoulder too in the game. So I remember a moment where he was wincing in the game before that, his last one he played. Yeah, that and was that was a week ago game. though, right? With the Blues? Yeah. And then if they did that again in warm-ups, man, just in the same spot, yeah, I probably feel a little bit yeah. bad too. But yeah. on, on the bright side, now that you've just made it through the little stretch that you just went through, right? So you went Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and you went to flurry all of those games. Actually, you played every game this week, including that Tuesday game. Now you play a game, you're off Monday, you play a game Tuesday, and then after that game, you don't play again until Saturday afternoon. So he won't get overworked in this little stretch, even if he does have to continue to play everything. But I think they've called Leonard Day today. At some point, he'll be back by – Hopefully the weekend series. Maybe he's back by uh, Tuesday. Same with Theo, hopefully, right? Yeah. 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 Theo's, Theo's the scary one. It was just a hit up high, and then Reeves finally, I guess, did what he's paid $1.75 million to do, which is fight somebody. Doesn't do much else. <laughs> yeah, he's... Oh, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, he, he's looked uh, slow this season so far, like – you know, usually you, you can count on him to have the timely hits, like, mm-hmm. and it's been a little slow. Well, good thing Colts are stepping up now. So if they do need to uh, bench Reeves for some reason, we have Colasar to take his spot because I've been impressed by Colasar's play lately. He just couldn't finish. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, he, he like, cannot yeah. finish. Like, it's, it's a curse or something. <laughs> that whole fourth line has been like that lately, too. 
Oh, Carrier. Oh my God. Yeah, Carrier too. Yeah. Bonkers with he's got such speed and such a huge dude, and he just can't finish every time. And I'm uh, waiting for the day for him to finally get a goal so I can like completely sil- celebrate. Now Carrier gets <laughs> he gets to the blue paint and he's like, "Where did my he's hands had, go? I only have stumps." He's like, had so many well, he, great opportunities over the last couple of games too. I'm just like, ah. He that's, probably lost his hands in that playoff game where he shot it between his legs. Yeah, that was, that was a great goal. <laughs> that so was it. That's Carrier. That we know that's Carrier. That's uh, we know what he is. Carrier is who he is. Colasar is still young enough, I think, that he can still get better. But um, so I, like I said, Colasar has been imp- like, especially that line with uh, Glass and Talk. I think they've been playing really well, well when that uh, that line got together. Can we can we all agree here though that taking Wa and moving him down to four C has essentially made both the third and fourth line worse? Um, I I think it's. Not it's hurt why, but it's hurt it, I don't think it's ne- necessarily made the third line worse. Yeah, I don't, I I don't know. They, they were getting some chemistry though, I feel, and, they, and like they were getting chemistry, but I don't think they were they got that, that worse because I thought, like I said, I think Colossar's been playing really well. He just they just couldn't finish, you know. And, and to be fair, Wow only has one goal, and that was that one uh goal, the glass goal, the, gla- the glass, yeah, glass assist, so. yeah. Um. So Wa also hasn't been able to finish. It's just been really tucking glass driving that line. And I don't think it mattered who who's the that third person in that line. I think they're doing uh, doing just uh, well. Um, and, and the no-sick absence is, I think, is more uh, the reason why the uh, the fourth lines uh, decline. I think I think that's the reason more than putting Wa in there. Yeah. Well, I guess. Uh... Let's let's do this one in an in an interesting way. Which game out of the four that we're talking about here was your most favorite? Oh, this is the one, the one just recently that just happened. The Colorado one. The Colorado one, because that game is just exciting, even though it's a one-zero game to me at least. How about you, Dave? It the the game. Okay, like a lot of people complain about one nothing games being boring. Oh, there's no scoring or anything like that. But this game had its moments. You know, it wasn't a it wasn't totally a clean game. You know, there was a lot of uh, odd man rushes on both sides that people just didn't bury. Part of it because Flurry, part of it because of Grubar, part of it because people just couldn't shoot. But it, I still think this game was exciting. But anytime you can beat San Jose, that's pretty exciting. That's true. I'm with Dave on that one. And uh, how about you, Eric? Hmm. Probably Colorado. I think I think today's game, right? I mean, it's look, both players or both teams were missing players, but it's still that's the measuring stick, right? Everybody comes in, they're talking about the odds for who's going to win the cup, who's the favorite to come out of the Hans division, all this stuff. To be able to go and, and beat them, look, if I was a Colorado fan, I'd sit there and go, "Hey, look, we didn't play for twelve days, we're missing these players." But at the end of the day, there's there's no excuses, right? You lined up, you played the game, it was a good game. Flurry was absolutely fantastic. There wasn't a ton of high danger chances um, outside of that first period. So I, I think I, I mean, that game could have been Petro had one go off of the top of uh, Grubauer's um, pads. I mean, it was an inch from being a goal. Patches had one that hit the post. The net. That could have been a, a goal. Uh, Stone had one 
perfect pass to, to Stevenson. He couldn't control it. That could have been a goal. And these weren't all – I mean, they, they were throughout the game. They were absolute clear chances. Late in the game, you had Stevenson dragged down. Should have been a penalty on an empty net. That should have just been a goal. I mean, that game could have been 4-0, 5-0, and nobody would be talking about it being close or anything, right? That, that I mean, that game felt like Vegas was – much much better now they all the advanced stats don't say they were it just looked like if you just start to look through those games so to me that was the the best game just because it sets the tone if colorado sits out for 12 games or 12 12 days comes out beats vegas now vegas is all of a sudden thinking okay how do we get back into this little four game series and i think now vegas can just come out and win on two and kind of take it to them yeah, yeah, to I, your point on, you know, Colorado being off, though, Vegas was off. I, mean, I can't remember how long it was. I know it wasn't as long as Colorado, but they came out. They came out on fire in their first game. This Bang is back. the first. I mean, yeah, quite, quite a different level of opponent, but still. This is the, fir- <laughs> this is the first um, time that a team has been shut down for more than five days for, due to COVID and lost. So this is the third time it's happened. Dallas was the first, time, first team they came out and won their first game. Vegas was the second team they came out and won theirs. And now Colorado came out and lost. Now you're going to have the other ones. Minnesota still hasn't played yet. They're shut down. Buffalo hasn't played yet. They're still shut down. New Jersey hasn't played yet. They're still shut down. Okay, we don't need to talk but about But, hey, New Jersey's down to down. only five people on their protocol list. They were up to, what, 18? Yeah. 19. Yeah. Go, go New Jersey. Go the entire team. Yeah, it's still, it's still surprising that No Six uh, still the only one in uh, the Vegas team that has a – if, if, if you would have asked me the day that that was happening, and look, we, we all can go back through any of the receipts that we want to look at. I mean, it was, there was no way that it was just going to be, going to be no sick. Like everybody was like, me included was just like, why are they playing this game? Why did they come out for the, the third period? Why did they let him play with a, with a um, pending test? But it was just dumb. And they have explained that pending testing, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Did you guys hear that? What the excuse is or explanation is on Partially. why he was allowed to play with a pending test? So I guess how they do the testing, because it's sent off to labs, obviously. If you don't hear back, it's good news. So you don't hear every time you test negative. They don't tell you, hey, you're negative, you're going to go. They just don't tell you. The only time they communicate is if you test positive so he probably went to the rink not having heard anything and the players and the team everybody felt good saying hey okay everything's good to go and then he gets pulled in the in their mission which is just the dumbest thing in the world why not just communicate hey you tested negative congratulations so so on that note question to to the group here will we have more positive tests this coming week i think so i think the chances are above half yeah this week i don't know but but if you're telling me throughout the rest of this year, absolutely. But this week, you just had both of these teams shut down, so you hope not. Right, but say say that you take, what it, what is it, seven to ten days to test positive if you've been exposed? Yeah. So, no check was last week, right? Tuesday. Or, well, Tuesday. So, say by, well, shit, it's going to be right before the next game. Tahoe. Yeah, next, the next game. game. Yeah. yeah. So, Yeah. We could be in for some bad news this week. Let's hope not, obviously, like both for player health and just not having COVID reasons, but also because like, shit, that proves that the league is just an absolute clusterfuck with how they're doing this, which we already knew. But like, yeah, yeah. Well, like Eric likes to say, players don't want to, 
play in a bubble, so it's there's pretty much no way you can't prevent some type of exposure. Oh, for sure. It's it's just so frustrating, like watching this from an optics perspective and being like, we're doing our best, but but you're not. You're you're really not. Like yeah, not not everybody sat home by themselves for a year like I have. Oh wait. Yeah, I I feel bad for the. I mean, look, Nosek has a newborn baby at home. Like that's who I feel bad for, right? Like yeah. it's just the families and all this other stuff. It's what what if what if one of these like you know players is has that like you know traditional don't go down the path like like don't go down that path don't go down that path do not go down that path you do not wish that on anybody do not what if that on anybody let's move on COVID is dumb hopefully they can get enough they can get the however many hundreds of million shots and a hundred million arms uh summer got her shot already awesome did you get your second one yet on the 24th there you go. Okay. Yeah. So what I was going to say is it's ridiculous how they're doing this. Like it's, it's dumb. It's dumb, it's but stupid. don't go down the path of what if this or what if that? Yeah. It's, it's just stupid. So right. anyways, um, let's talk about the sharks game though. Cause if anything, that one was the most fun to watch, like from a like, just pure entertainment perspective, like can we all just agree that like the worst player on the ice for that entire game was Eric Carlson. <laughs> My God. <laughs> What a fall from grace, man. He, yeah. he, like, he should have won. Oh, so bad. Like, on the ice for all three of those power play goals yeah. and was just caught puck watching for at least two of them. Like, just bad. Like, if, you would have, if, if you go back five years after he had won his what? How many more Norses does he have? Two or three? Two? I think two. Okay. So yeah, after, he, after he won his second, I mean, he is on a trajectory for top five of all time like yeah. maybe top two top three defensemen of all time like he is on a, he was the modern defenseman he was doesn't he new... still have a record for assists or something like like one of the records is still his for like defensemen i mean he he was absolutely fantastic in those ottawa years and to now and he's still showing flashes okay um if if you look at the year before he got his big deal when he was healthy, he was still very, was very good. good. Yeah, he was very. So good. you understand why they gave him that money. But at this <laughs> point, holy shit, does that deal look bad? I mean, Kevin Kurz, who writes for the, the Athletic for San Jose, had an article today, essentially just dumping all over that contract, and it's it's accurate. It was a, whoo, he's got I, this this plus six more at eleven point five. I think it's the worst and a contract full, and a full new right move. Like guys, yeah, it's the worst it's, contract. It's, it's, it's probably. Guys, an AHL goalie could have stopped one of those three power play goals better than Eric Carlson did. Like it was. Well, why would a goalie be playing defense? Yeah. Are you trying to Sorry, say an AHL, AHL defender? I, I okay, I, come on. I am just flabbergasted at how bad he was in that game. Like, and we're he doesn't yeah, care. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't. It's, I think it's a mental thing, man. He, he he's been hurt a lot, and his reputation. I don't know what's going on with this with him, but. Yeah, it, it's such a fall from grace, and it's not just his contract. There, that Sharks team is just filled with albatrosses right now. Vlasic, Burns, Kane. Nobody's even talking about the Vlasic deal at this point. Yeah. That's the crazy part. Is Vlasic has six more years at like seven point five <laughs> or something. So yeah. His deal's oh, terrible you, you, too. You mean pickles, right? Yeah. yeah. I and guess. Then, I, I guess that's his nickname. Never heard that in my life. Sorry. Wow, that. that's been used for him forever. I guess I never paid attention to him. Hey, and at one point he was actually a good defenseman. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I sent this on the group chat where I talked to a, a Sharks fan on Twitter, or I think it was Red, Red or Twitter, where they, they were there were a lot of Sharks that are hoping that 
Seattle will take one of those contracts away from them to kind of help them. Well, out. They have to waive it though. No, it, it's not just that they have to compensate Seattle because when Vegas took those contracts from the, the teams, they had to compensate Vegas to take those arbitrage contracts. That's how we got three first round picks in the, in the, in that draft. We got a pick for flurry. Like, look at that now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you, if you look at, they had to give up picks to really entice Seattle to take one, some of those contracts. And I don't think San Jose can afford to give up any of their picks because their prospects. Picks, yeah. And I don't think Seattle is going to take any look, all the deals that Vegas took. If you go back and look at them, yeah. right. Um, Clarkson had like two years left. Yeah. Uh, who was the Grabowski? Not Grabowski. Who Grabowski. was the Grabowski? Yeah. From uh, New York Islanders. Yeah, Grabowski. Yeah. Yeah, he had he had one year left, right? Like it wasn't. There was none of these deals that had three, four, five, six years left that you're just going to hamstring your team. All of the San Jose deals that they would want off the books have five plus years yeah. left. There's no way Seattle's taking any of those. That's deals. why no it's going to be very expensive. If they want to, they probably give them like two first round picks or something. And it's I don't be very think expensive. Seattle does that. Seattle will not yeah. take Vlasic for five more years with two first rounds attached to it. I don't think it depends on how sweet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they can't do it because they have, it needs to be a really sweet deal and San Jose cannot afford it. They can. You're also going to see a lot of teams not give Seattle the type of deals that they gave us. They're going to be a little more conservative on trading away things too not just you know san jose but i'm talking about the league wide yeah although covid cap might have helped that a little bit so that people make some dumb trades that way but yeah, yeah nothing like nothing exactly like what vegas did like they learned their lesson yeah. the hard oh, way oh man but <laughs> like, one tweet put out by us by Senzauer and uh he put out there that as bad as ottawa's the amount of shit that they were given for all the trades they gave out to all their good players, the other teams, the only one they're regretting now or not regretting is, is the stone contract. Cause all the other players they traded away have been playing like crap except for yeah. stone. Yeah. No stone. They want back every day of the week guaranteed. Like and the that fact was, that... go ahead. Sorry. Vegas destroyed that trade by a lot. Like Brandstrom and a second. And what was it? Uh, Oscar Lindbergh. Lindbergh. <laughs> yeah. We traded Lindbergh. So that's what we got Tobias Lindbergh and they got Oscar. That's right. Uh, and the fact that Bradstrom can even crack that roster is really disappointing too. He's, he's still pretty him. young. He's still twenty-one. Yeah, he's still twenty-one. No, he's still it, I don't I, look look because as much as I, I want to sit here and say I was never a Bradstrom fan, like I, I I never thought he was near as good as, as everybody else did. Um, it's just a bad coach for him. I I would not put him not being able to crack that lineup on Branstrom. That is on the coach. DJ yep. Smith wants to I play agree. a big, heavy style. Like he wants, like he wants a bunch of uh, Ryan Reeves and Adam Lowry's running around. Like that's who he wants. Eric Branson. Like he wants these big bodies. He does not want a little five nine defenseman walking the walking the blue line. So that's the coach. That's not Branstrom. Branstrom yeah. needs to go anywhere else. Unfortunately, he's probably going to underdevelop and just not be able to develop anywhere and probably not be not turn out to be what he could have been in any other system. He's just in the worst possible system right now. So, yeah. And to make one other point on what uh, Summer said about GMs learning their lesson, it'll never happen. GMs <laughs> never learn their lesson. True. Literally a couple of years ago, somebody gave Louis Erickson six year contract, right? Like two years ago, Doug Wilson gave Eric Carlson a eight year, $11.5 million. <laughs> a year before okay, that. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Drew Doughty got an eight-year, $11 million deal. 
GMs do not learn their lessons. There is zero percent chance that the GMs are going to go and just not do something stupid when it comes to Seattle. I actually like Seattle's position better than what Vegas was coming into because with the flat cap and the COVID world, they will be able to absolutely take advantage of some of these teams. Especially you're well, looking back at now <laughs> those contracts you're talking about they they just waived Eric, um, Erickson and now James Steele got also waived nobody's claiming them because of those really bad contracts no one wants to take them and nobody was ever taking if Neil made half of what he was currently making nobody would take it he's just a he, he has turned out to be a really bad player that yeah. was also only a couple years ago Somebody gave James Neal five years at $5.75 million. Like there is no such thing as GMs learning their lesson. (laughs) I stand corrected. That that was Calgary that did that, right? With James Neal. Calgary did it. But Calgary was the traded him to Edmonton, right? Yeah. Yeah. Calgary signed him. Then they traded him to Edmonton. So Calgary was the same team that um, cost us the Reeves money. So he got the three-year deal from, from Calgary went to McPhee and said, Hey, if you, here's the deal that I have. And McPhee dumped that money into two years. Calgary wanted a big body. That's why they went after Neil. Good for them. Cause Neil, whew, that's a bad deal. But uh, back to your point on, you know, Ottawa wanting a big heavy team, like you said, kind of surprised me today during the game. NBC put up the graphic that Vegas is tied for the tallest team in the league. Yeah. And I think yeah. second place for, for a heavy heaviest team. That guy's all just Nick Hague. <laughs> yeah, hey, I was, hey, was thinking that really when I saw that Hague throws it off. Hey, hey, yes, kiss the Hague, Wah. Um, you glass, got, is, uh, glass is not small. It's like, glass is like six, six one. Two. Yeah, six one or six two. Uh, Petro's Petro. Petro. decent height too. Tuck, Petro's Tuck is six four. Big. Tuck six four. Yeah, no, you have uh, a Leonard. Yeah, you got Leonard. Six four. Yeah, Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Reeves is only six one. Reeves is actually. No, I'm talking weight wise, not. Yeah, yeah, six one two twenty five. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. You, you say that Hague skews the uh, skews the 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 bar, but Marsha so skews it the other way Marshy. too. <laughs> so yeah. it kind of balances it yeah, out. There's, right? but, but there's not many but, but his mouth weighs yeah. it the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you put Krebs in this lineup, oh, he's he's gonna he's gonna skew it down too because Krebs is not a big uh, is not a tall guy either. I so. think Krebs is uh, he's a, he's just like 5'11", I think he is, which is not that short. No, they kept talking about white cloud size. How tall is he? Six, uh, six even? Two? Six two. I think oh, I thought he was six even. He's a little bit six big. Two. He's, not he's six two. Six two, two ten. Oh, than I thought because I knew he was above six foot, but I didn't think he was six two. But he's six two. So yeah. speaking, actually, curious. Uh, speaking of Krebs, Holden six four. Yeah, we. Oh shit! Yeah. I had no idea Holden was that tall. Um, actually, I think I did know that. Wait a second. Why is Peyton Krebs in the in the in the list? No, no, six is six two. I mean, no, you don't have, a, you don't have any though, other than uh, other than Marshall. You don't have anybody that's really short. Even even Smith six one. Yeah, so the, only, the only the only player shorter uh, below six foot is Jonathan Marshall. So, well, yeah, because we traded Brad Hunt. Yeah, Stevenson six foot. Yeah, he's the only, yeah. I'm looking at the uh, carry right six now. two. Yeah. So yeah, so so that's what it is. So Peyton Krebs, do you think he's going to get some NHL games before he gets sent to the WHL? Oh my God, he nope. I've been watching him, and he 
should not go back to WNHL because he does not belong there anymore. He does not. He definitely doesn't need to play in the women's women's league. The fictitious women's NHL. He does not need no, to play no, no, no. in that. Uh, I mean the WHL because he, he's, he looks really good in Henderson right now. And uh, he's obviously. one of their best players. Yeah, he's one of the best players in Henderson right now. So there's no doubt about it. He does okay. not belong. If you guys back in want juniors. him to play, if you want him to play, you have to root for a forward injury. That's the only chance he has to play. Yeah, yep. that's a, that's the only chance because you, the only reason why you're getting Coglin games and um, Holden games is because you have two injuries, right? So there's just there is no way that you can get a Krebs game because once again they've proven they're not going to send Colasar down. You have to have an injury. For them to be able to play Krebs, quick, and I don't think he's first up. He's not even on the te- he's not even on the taxi squad. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask: Is he if he's if he's in a taxi squad, does he has to go back to the WHL? No, is that is yes. that a thing? No, he, yes, he, he does. Up? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Okay. Even on yeah. taxi squad, no, he doesn't. Yes. Yeah, I, I was gonna, I was thinking like, can they? I, I'm not sure because I don't know the whole situation there, but I'm, I'm getting two different answers from Dave and Eric. So I and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to look that one up because yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he doesn't, there. but I'm not 100% sure. Well, we'll get back to you next week and uh, I guess yeah, because, like, I'm, uh, because Krebs is is close, if not ready for the NHL, I think. That's how good he's been playing yeah. uh, in Henderson. Oh, he's he's but, good. I just If they don't bring him up, it's out of his hand. They'll send him yeah. down. Yeah, which is so unfortunate because he's, he's not going to get anything from going back to juniors at all, like zero. And it's like, what, 23 games? It's not even worth it. 24. 24, yeah, it's not even worth it. So, yeah, I I, I really don't want him to go back in juniors because he's playing, watching him has been so fun, man. It's been so fun watching him. And, but then I wouldn't want him on the Texas squad not playing anyway. I want him playing no matter what. Well, at least at least he's practicing with the big club, though, right? Yeah, but not playing any I'd rather be either. playing games. Yeah, against like really bad competition. Like yeah, he's gonna pick yeah, up. Some I, bad I mean, I habits. get that, but he's gonna pick up some bad habits again and all that. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the what happens with Krebs. But I'm really excited. I don't know. For Glass that. when he went down, then came up for the playoffs for the Wolves. He looked pretty good there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glass has just looked really good lately. Oh, yeah, I've I've liked. Glasses play lately, dude. He's, he's been really good. He he was a point for a uh, game player for a bit there. I think he's only a point under. He's like point eight. He's right two. Now. He's two. He's two games under now because he just. Yeah. He, oh, he, he didn't, didn't score today. You yeah. got shut out, obviously, and then now you didn't score in this game. Yeah, there was a point in today's game where he was just really buzzing, and Kolasar couldn't finish, and then uh, Gruba, uh, Grubauer made a few couple of saves. But I, I'm really liking how Glass is playing. He's getting better. I think he's getting better every game. I think he's getting his confidence every game. I think uh, he needs to shoot a little bit more. I think he needs to uh, get confidence there. Well, I, and, I was going to say, I like him net front on the power play. Yeah. Like, he, he does really well there. I, I think that's his his comfort zone in, yeah. in a it, way. And he's considered a big boy now because during Pete's interview, he called Glass a uh, a big dude, which is weird. Like, if you ask me, like a few years ago, when Glass is still in, in the prospect, well, he's he was really scrawny and considered like a really small guy. But now that he's gained all that weight, he's considered one of the big guys now on the team, which is uh, good for Glass. That's just a testament to his like work ethic this offseason to gain all that weight. 
to be honest. So, uh, so I guess, um, so we talked about the power play goals in San Jose and how Eric Carlson was in on literally all of them uh, or not in on them, depending on what way you want to consider that. Um, what did anybody else take away anything from the uh, Vegas game aside from the fact that uh, not having glass at the back of the penalty boxes makes it a really interesting game? I was just going to say, you know, Kane up to his usual thing and getting penalties and trying to get in people's heads and it working to our advantage. And that hit on or him trying to fight Smith as well, too. Yeah. And and the, that whole I, I wish Simic the best because uh, Simic got hurt from an injury uh, he received from a hit by Marshall as a retaliation for Simic hitting Smith high. Uh, an, an uncalled interference call. Uh, but that game was just got really dirty and it, it just annoyed me a lot of Sharks fans on Reddit. I, I actually I actually thought the hit on Smith was clean. It was body to body. It was not high. It just happened. He, he, Smith went down. Like, that To me, that's a clean hit. It's body to body. The puck is maybe a little, if you want to say the puck's a little too far away, but it wasn't a dirty hit by any stretch of imagination. Marshy hits were absolutely dirty. Yeah. High, hit his head against the glass. That's the first one. The second one, look, if you, if you're a if you're not a fan of Vegas, you are hating that hit all if that happens to one of our players, it's a blatant cross check to the dude's ribs. Hard, fast cross check to the dude's ribs. He probably has a cracked rib because of it. If that happened to any Vegas player, everybody on this podcast would be losing their mind. I thought yeah. that was a terrible hit. Both hits were bad by Marshy. I hated them all. Yeah. I hated them both. Not, not even just and he the should have had to answer for him. I don't. I don't care that he's five nine. I do not care that he's five nine. He should have had to answer for those hits, and that is the problem with San Jose. That is why they're a bad team. That is why nobody wants to play there. That is why they all hate Eric Carlson. That's why they, they don't have anybody that's going to come out. Kane wasn't even trying to fight Marshy over that. Marshy, yeah. Kane was worried about Reeves, which is just dumb. I, I don't know. That, <laughs> San Jose has way too many problems, but on the Marshy hits, I hated those. It, it, hits. They're bad hits. Yeah. yeah, not only just the hit into the ribs there, the way he, the way his shoulder hit into the boards too made yeah. my shoulder hurt as well. Just looking at that, so I think he did not just have a cracked rib, but he could have done something to his shoulder too. One of my uh, one of my sharks fan buddies on Twitter like sent me a DM during that time and is like, "Dude, Marchie's a goon," and I couldn't disagree. Like, Marchie did some shitty shit there, and not the kind of shit I would. I would be like, oh, that was clean, or oh, I'm okay with that. No, it th- that was some sketchy, questionable hitting. Hated it. Yeah, that's that's marshy for you. He's he's done that before uh, uh, already, and uh, yeah, the, he's one of the hated players uh, as a sharks perspective. To be honest with you, everybody well, every sharks, him and McNabb uh, have those uh, those moments. I mean, all you have to do with Marchie, though, is just go on his social and tell him he's taking dives and he'll just <laughs> absolutely tank for the rest of the season. Yeah. Or you, um, you can just you do that little cartoon thing. You put your hand on his head and he can't reach you. <laughs> the scrappy-doo. <laughs> yeah, the scrappy-doo kind of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so I guess moving on, we can all agree Flurry has been absolutely insanely good lately, huh? People are just just now just talk, on Twitter talking about him being the the Vesna front runner currently right now, and I, I can't disagree with that. He probably really. is. No, he probably is. Yeah, yeah. he's leading the league in save percentage. I mean, except for those three is. goals that he gave up in, in Anaheim. Well, even Vesna uh, winners are going to have a bad game every yeah. once in a while. Too. Yeah, 
Flurry doesn't even have a bad game. He had a bad like five minutes. He had a bad five minutes, and that's it. Bad period. Yeah. No. Yeah. It wasn't even a period. It was just that five minutes, like that three that three goals that he scored straight. That was the only time that I saw Flurry had a bad stretch. Everything else has been amazing. You know. Yeah, and, and I can't disagree that he's the Vezina front runner right now. Yeah, I and mean, thirty six years I, old. Yeah, I won't disagree with that at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to see a bigger sample size, see how he does throughout the rest of or the rest of this half of the season, I should say. Um, well, we're probably going to get a good look this week. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't sound like we might have Leonard. What maybe next game? Probably not till the one after that. But at least we have what two days of rest now. We have a no. I it's think we have day off. Yeah, one day off. We play. All right, it is Tuesday, and then we get. And then you get three days off. Yeah, and then we play on Saturday. So there's not a Thursday game. No, no. It's uh, Uh, it's Tuesday and then Saturday. To go back to something earlier, Dave, you could be correct on the um, kid being on the on Krebs being on the taxi squad. The reason why I'm saying it won't happen, or the reason why I was saying no, is you can't slide his contract if you do that. And if you're not going to play him in the NHL, this team will slide his contract and send him to the WHL. But I think yeah, you yeah. are you are technically correct that he can be on the taxi squad. It would just burn his entry-level slide, and Vegas is not going to do that to send him to practice. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I completely agree yeah. there. But I, I think you're correct. Yeah. I think you're correct on that. So. Yeah. I just completely agree to that. that. If they don't want his contract to slide, they're going to send him down. And I, I completely agree there. I just yeah. knew that he possibly could have been on a yeah. taxi squad. But right now, honestly, selfishly, I wish that WHL won't get their season because I don't want Krebs to be playing. I want him to keep developing in the AHL. Well, unfortunately, there's only one way that, that the WHL doesn't happen, and that's if COVID runs rampant in, in Canada more. So no, none of us want to see that happen. So No, and we don't expect that to happen because, you know, Canada actually knows what the hell they're doing. Yep. Um, yeah. hey, one other point I was going to say about the Sharks game, uh, we didn't mention it, but Tuck at the end of the game was interviewed and he kind of oh, made yeah, a point yeah. to, to point out Kane and said that over the next seven games between the two teams that Kane really needs to watch out. So maybe the next few games with San Jose, you're going to have some fire, more fireworks than normal just yeah. because of that yeah. quote. They're going to be finally do something. Like, can he do anything other than, you know, Tuck's in the team. penalty box and give us more power play goals? Yeah, he, he won't he won't do anything against Vegas because he's so hung up on like just shit talking rather than actually like playing his normal game. So yeah. And spending money he doesn't have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's but. what they're talking about in the penalty boxes. Uh, Reeves giving financial advice, you know. Reeves <laughs> has his own, I, I, I thought he was asking for own, a loan. Reeves has his own business, you know. Uh Re- Reeves uh, like uh what's it? Kane might be the uh, the the scorer the more skilled player but you know reeve still has more money than him He's not <laughs> yeah i mean you're not wrong so yeah i mean going into today i i actually to be honest did not have high hopes for this back-to-back given that it was colorado they were coming off more rest than they wanted to i i thought it was going to be a blowout having seen flurry play against colorado last season and now fucking shut out so i was I was beyond impressed. I was very happy with the outcome of this. I I thought that, like Eric said earlier, Vegas deserved more goals than we see on the score sheet. But the fact that they didn't let any in, or mostly Flurry didn't let any in, I was I was pretty thrilled. Um, yeah, 
Because I thought Colorado had some really good chances too, though, but Flurry was just on it. Especially like what that one part of the first period, they they kept having like plays off the rush where I was like, holy shit, like how did they not score anything yet? In the, yeah, the start of the third period, too, that was just a, 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 a scramble. The, Colorado just pushed so hard in the beginning of the third. I, I'm surprised they didn't score. Well, and we have already ragged on the fourth line, but a lot of those chances came with the fourth line on the ice. Up when they had the fourth line up against the McKinnon line. Just like, this just isn't working. I think a lot of those is right. it was right after the uh, a power play because – uh, I think I've seen I, I've seen it a few times that they put the fourth line right after the uh, Vegas finishes uh, power play, and then uh, since McKinnon doesn't kill penalties, some uh, they they just put him right there right after. So they, it's it's just a it's just a bad matchup. Well, yeah, but it's, I mean, on the fly, look, you can yeah. do changes stuff like that. But when uh, when Bednar has last change, which is going to happen on Saturday. Make no doubt about it. He's going to try to get McKinnon out there against any other D pair than Petrangelo and Martinez. So the stat was today when McKinnon was on the ice going against Petrangelo and Martinez, they only had one high danger chance for, they had other shots, but none of them were, they were all point shots or or out. So um, DeBoer knew what he was doing, getting his, in his opinion, his best defend. I mean, I say it's also his best defensive pair out there against McKinnon they really match up well against them so on Saturday you're going to see a much different game I think it's going to be a lot more wide open because Bednar will be able to get last change so off of face-offs and stuff Vegas is when they throw their fourth line out there make no doubt about it McKinnon's going out there and that's not going to be fun yeah so hopefully Theodore will be back there too so to kind of mitigate that uh that whole situation that you're talking about because if you have Theodore back you're gonna have Theodore and Petro and Martinez and and, uh, White Cloud too, because I think White Cloud is one of our top defensive defensemen now. Which and which Higgs, which way do you think they go when uh, if Theodore's healthy? Are they sending Holden back down or Coglin back down? I I sent you guys what I want to see. No, no, I, I know yeah, what we all but, want, but what yeah, do you think? I unfortunately I think they're going to send down uh, Coglin. I think they're going to send back uh, down Holden. They're going to keep Holden, but okay, but to be fair, I I've seen. Coglin's amazing and stretch pass is amazing, but he he does have some defensive lapses here and there. Still, I still uh, notice that he's still a pure offensive defenseman. He still needs to work his own end, which I understand if they keep uh, Holden for that. Uh, he's not Holden's not the, our best defense uh, defensively, but he's better than Coglin. You know, he's still a little bit more reliable in his own end than Coglin. And I think they're going to opt up uh, for that. Yeah, Andrew, I think it was you earlier in our group text were saying that he looked a little nervous making plays and whatnot too. So, yeah, I mean it's it's the same same formula that we saw with Hague last year, where you you can see these flashes, but they're still very nervous to make they're big big game goals. plays or things. I guess uh, I will say though, this Colorado game I think was probably Petro's one of one of Petro's yes. best games of the Golden Knight. Probably is it is his best game as a Golden Knight. I, I don't uh, think I would have to agree with that. Yeah, he, yeah, he, it, was, he was good tonight. I I don't think anybody can say he was bad. Yeah, he was, uh, he was great. He was all over the ice, man. He he like like Eric pointed out, he shut down the McKinnon line really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he it was definitely looked more confident out there tonight. It's much better than yesterday, where he did that that you know <laughs> that dive 
Literally. Oh, he's bad on two, he's bad on two on ones. He's bad on odd man rushes. But he should have had an assist tonight because he made a fantastic play that sprung um, Stevenson with the empty net. But then Stevenson yeah. gets dragged down. And there's no penalty. He should have had a yeah. had an assist on that. No, he 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 played his most uh, all around game t- tonight. Like he he didn't have a point, but he was still really good. Yeah, and that and like you said earlier, Eric, that that one shot like. <laughs> if, if Grubauer didn't do that crazy stick trick, that was that was it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it was then if it didn't hit his, his pad. Like I said, it it went off the top of his pad. It was half an inch from going in. Well, and, and even with the the crazy floater that that caused, like if, if he didn't do that stick move, that looked like it was still headed head probably in at that point. So uh, so yeah, Petro had a had a good game. I, I hope to see more of that Petro. Um, you know, I think people have been very judgmental about Petro, uh, but yeah, that that's the kind of thing that I, I expect us to see more and more often as he gets more comfortable. That's the one thing that I probably dislike the most about our fan base. And I don't like to trash on the fan base for being new or new hockey fans or any of that shit. I hate that stuff, but genuinely our fan base is so quick to jump on somebody or jump on or off of a band like Petro. Look, he, he's been the best defenseman or what a top five defenseman for the last seven years, right? He's not just going to forget how to play when he comes to a new system, right? He's going to get there again. It's just going to take him some time. Like, he, he didn't all of a sudden – he didn't turn into Eric Carlson. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Hate the, I hate it, the fact that everybody's jumping on him. Well, like, give him a little it's, bit It's nothing to it. You know, actually, I think, Summer, you posted this today or somebody um, about being – with COVID, how we don't know the effects on, on his body right now. I mean, I don't know if he was tested positive or if he was just uh, because of a. Uh, I think he tested positive. Protocol. He came out and said it. Yeah, I think he positive. positive, and they have to give him kind of some slack when it comes to that because you don't know the long-term lasting effects yeah. it has on your body and, and it, like wears you down. So his second, third game back, like give him a break, man. He's probably yeah, still, it, like physically exhausted. Exactly. I mean, I was kind of half joking earlier when I said I haven't really gone anywhere in a year, but it's because I have to be cautious about it. And people don't realize that, you know, these are still human beings. They're not machines out there playing. Yeah. Like, off their books. Also, the, um, you got to also, on top of that, that uh, he is new to the team. There was no training camp. You just uh, put in a fire and then he. No preseason uh, games either. No preseason games. And then he missed a lot of practice and game with the whole COVID thing. So he, I think he's getting better. Uh, he's getting used to the system each uh, after each game. And I think he's, he'll get better as the season goes on. I think he'll, uh, 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 he'll blend, uh, he'll, he'll accumulate, uh, Acc- acclimate. acclimate, acclimate to the team as the season goes on. Thank you for the <laughs> apple. A lot of people kind of was like, well, you got players that get traded and they acclimate right away. Well, that's because they're already been in game shape. Yeah, exactly. They, they and that's usually during the they know they know players' systems by that. So hold on, it's hold on. Beginning their freaking year. For, for for any Vegas board fan that's listening out there, us included, how many people were absolutely hammering on the the uh, patches deal year one? Absolutely, just never should have given him the contract extension. I can't believe this. Like he was bad year one and. He's probably been our third or fourth best player since since year one. No, Dave, he was bad year one. No, that's not what I said. I said I wasn't against it. Yeah, I wasn't against it. Yeah, I was not against I it. I was actually excited that we like acquired Especially him. with him and Stastny and Tuck at that time. Like it was exciting to watch. 
Yeah, he was on and off. Yeah. Uh is probably maybe our third or second best forward. Uh overall player, probably I say the- like Theodore and Stone is your one and two, obviously. Right now I think Flurry you'd put Flurry up there the way he's uh, I see where you're going with this, Eric. Yeah. But yeah, he Pacioretty is one of our best players, yes. But yeah, he was yeah. not good that, that first season, especially like the first 40 or the first half of that first season, especially. Like, he was a dash 13 in the regular season, and that team was good that year. Like he really only got good when Stone got acquired. So yeah. before that, he was not near as good. Like, he, he, he had some – keep in mind, he – there was a time they were on a road trip, Turk healthy scratched him. Yep. On in a game, then they had to do all sorts of fire control because keep in mind they share a, a uh, the same um, agent that has a pension for uh, <laughs> doing some Photoshop. It, Alan Walsh is his agent as well, and uh, Jesse Granger had to actually come out and apologize for reporting that they healthy scratched him because it was such a shit show. But make no doubt about it, he was healthy scratched year one, which just does not happen to a all-star player like that so it he was bad that year so there was a lot of people but now everybody's all on his jock strap right everybody he's phenomenal was jock strap too no wants to tell you that they never said anything bad about it yeah receipts that's why i love uh that's why i love social media because you can keep receipts about everything but yeah no i mean i I, was giving tuck a run for his money in my man rocket situation okay oh we're back to the man rockets oh that's a very goofy looking guy you you, uh (laughs) you need to you need to figure that one out hey did you guys have your uh your freddies the other night did you guys have a uh, fart fart uh, challenge ordered mama bird Okay. Yeah, it, that place is actually pretty good if you're like just in for disgusting fried chicken. Like Southern fried barbecue chicken food goodness. So now, now that we've started talking about food, should we go to our uh, commercial break? Yeah, let's go are ahead. Still sponsored by, uh, are, we still, are, we, are we sponsored by uh, VegasTeamStore.com? No, we're not. <laughs> I think we're, we're, we got to be sponsored by some food place now. All right, fair enough. Freddy's, Freddy's Frozen Custard. Guys, our commercial break is brought to you by Freddy's Frozen Custard. If you want to spend more money than uh, in and out and get a California, they have uh, – it's the same thing. It's just going to be Thousand Island dressing just, with cheese and tomatoes just and onions me of, and lettuce. Uh, also, you can get a custard with it. They have a lot of really good custards. That is Freddy's Frozen <laughs> Custard. Uh, they just built a new one on Rainbow and Russell. So go try them tonight. They just reminded me of the uh, Teledica Nights on the Applebee's commercial right in the middle of the... (laughs) (laughs) And and to the franchisee managers of Freddy's, we're coming for you for a fucking... My blood sugar level is skyrocketing. We are not sponsored by any of these. I am not associated. We're not going to pay. Oh, by the way, before we go to commercial break, did you guys go back and listen to last week's episode? Because I blanked out the superb owl mentor. yes i noticed that i did notice that <laughs> i did notice that yes. I, yes I did it just because it made eric's eric's whole rant about it <laughs> like, I, I, I completely i dropped the volume to zero so it'd be like soup bowl <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that made it so much better i agree the way he did that that was hilarious like i i knew I, I i totally forgot to tell you guys after i did that so we're just reminiscing about that on the podcast live right now that's funny I, I had to do it. Like ever since Eric, you, you went on the whole rant for a good like minute and a half. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, this is perfect. I gotta mess with the volumes on each of the times that anybody mentioned it because 
almost all of us mentioned it in some way, shape, or form once that episode. So it, it was perfect. It was I, I I noticed that, and I got a good laugh out of it. That's pretty funny. Once I had to double take the big on game. it, actually. Yeah, the big game. To, all right, speaking of big game, we're going to take a big commercial break. We'll be back in a minute. Thank you, Freddy's. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just I, I, so heated because of what, what you're telling me because I, I do not want to live in a world <laughs> in a world where a craft dinner is the fucking substitute to a good macaroni. You're putting powder. No, no, no. Mac- macaroni, as you call it, is a substitute for KD. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Go to... Go to Italy. If you ask, if you ask any Canadian, would they rather have macaroni or KD? They will tell you KD is the best. It is superior. It is a fucking national treasure, and it is the greatest dish in Canada. I'm Mason Dixon, a Habs fan stuck in Leafs country. With my co-host, Corey, a southern beauty trapped deep in the bayous of Louisiana. With over 2,500 kilometers of separation, we still managed to come together to give you Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. While I don't know what a kilometer is, I do know Habs hockey. Don't let the 10-year age gap or distance fool you. We bleed Blue Blanc every week, and we're known to serve up hot takes along with our unique charm. Join us every Monday and Thursday for Hockey Talk, Ref Rage, and your daily dose of Southern ignorance. Only on the Hockey Podcast Network. Katie is the superior macaroni and cheese. Get the fuck out of here. You put Um, ketchup on your fucking macaroni, you nasty kid? Yes, I fucking do. This has been Habs Nightly. You guys have a great one. Can't. All right, we're back. We're back. Um, so, uh, oh shit, uh, <laughs> guys, there's oh, nothing wrong with episode. being sponsored by Freddy's. It's nice, okay. That, that that was actually a really like you should honestly go into like a marketing career. <laughs> like, you do really well with that spot. If we if well, we have to sales, do a, come on. If we have to do a, a pitch, uh, our, our commercial, I don't know if they're going to give us a, our own commercial break thing for THPN. We have we need to have Eric do our do our thing. It's just going to be Eric like, wacky waving inflatable arm flames. Absolutely do our ad reads. Okay, I will absolutely do our ad reads for Freddy's Frozen Custard. <laughs> if you uh, need to visit their website, it's freddysusa.com. That is F R E D D Y. S-U-S-A.com. I want to S-U-S-A.com. But, but wait, there's more. I used to... Uh, I want to... <laughs> they were founded in 2002 in Wichita, Kansas, if anybody needs to know that. I want to see... The, when this episode so. releases, I want to see the Google Analytics of the uh, the Freddy Frozen Custard website. <laughs> Freddy's Frozen Custard. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, man. Just, just, with three locations in Las Vegas to serve you, Freddy's Frozen Custard... <laughs> Home of the frozen custard and steak workers. Okay, are we gonna go on to uh, something else? We're we gonna get to the around the NHL. <laughs> brought to you by hired. brought to you by Freddy's frozen custard. <laughs> oh, that's what we could do. Around the NHL, brought to you by Fre- Freddy's frozen custard. So Brian Burke, 
And Ron Hextall were hired as GM and president of hockey operations by the Pittsburgh Penguins. So awesome. He came out immediately and said, if you look at the last three teams that won the uh, Stanley Cup, they were all big bodies. And it turns out that, you know, Tampa Bay wasn't by any stretch of the imagination. They were a skilled team with uh, small little dudes that, you know, could put the puck in the back of the net. So good luck, Pittsburgh. I'm sorry that you guys have Brian Burke because he is going to be a shit show. But Ron Hexall did say he's like, as long as we have Crosby and Malkin, we're going to be a team that's trying to play for the cup. And now they're, they're just continuously calling too. about Flurry now, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah that's, so that's really interesting. So there's two different things out there, right? Like, and look, I, I get we follow, especially the Golden Knights, a little bit more than, than most. But in the offseason, Vegas didn't trade Flurry, not because they wanted to keep him and go with two. They didn't trade him because nobody would take him unless they ate half the salary or attached a first round pick to him. And Vegas wasn't going to do either of those. So for this, narrative to all of a sudden come out oh pittsburgh called on him during the during the off season they could have had him for nothing they yeah. literally could have had him for nothing yeah. and once he started playing got off to four and oh yeah vegas is probably not going to trade him when leonard's coming off surgery and not playing up to his caliber like there's no way vegas is trading him now but it was just a really weird narrative that hey they tried to get him and they couldn't get him it's like no they they probably could have had him for you know a freddy's frozen custard Another thing too, you know, a lot of people out there is like, how's Ron Hextall going to work for the Penguins when he was with the Philadelphia Flyers for so long? But a lot of people forget that, you know, Ron Hextall's dad actually was with the Pittsburgh Penguins organization, so he has familiarity with the area too. And he got fired by Philly, so it's not like he's going to have this over like undying loyalty to them. He probably wants to stick it to them more than anybody else. Like, and they fired because he never got good goaltending. They fired him because he he was unwilling to bring Carter Hart up, and that was the correct decision. Like yeah. that's, it's okay. You like that was a bad firing. They never should have fired him. He's, he's yeah. That was that was a total screw up by Philly, which is okay. Hey, Philly sucks. So, all right. So uh, next next item sponsored by Frozen Custard here is a uh... Freddy's Frozen Custard. Freddy'sUSA.com. Patrick Laine, I, I fucking can't keep it together tonight. So Patrick Laine, Patrick Laine and a defenseman, somebody called Dean Kukin, who don't know who that is. Who the fuck is that guy? Uh, we're we're uh, benched by Tortorella, uh, but least, so it wasn't because of the goal. It wasn't because of the goal. It was because he talked back to a coach. Yeah. So that's part I did not see. Yeah, it's been widely reported that he turned around and snapped at a coach, and Torts does not play that way, and. But, it's actually turned out really well. Liney scored a couple goals since then. They came out and fight. said, hey, it's not going to happen. And he came out and got in a fight. Like, and it's really – this is – I think this has a much better chance of working out in Liney's favor than it does Pierre-Luc going up to um, yeah. Winnipeg because Liney was the second overall pick. He went to Winnipeg. They already had Shifley. They already had Connor. They already had um, Blake Wheeler. Like they had a team of good players that got all the pub in that town. Now he gets to go and be the actual star in win a, or in a Columbus. Columbus. Second overall pick, like he's always been overshadowed by Austin Matthews, who's in that same draft, and then any of his teammates. So now he can go be the man in Columbus. So I think it's going to be good for him as long as he can learn to play with torts, which is not the easiest thing in the world. Question here now is when they were benched, were they eating uh, 
Freddy's uh, frozen custards in the bench. They were not able to leave the bench area and get a Freddy's frozen custard, but they probably had it mm. after the game okay. because they uh, actually no, they're probably getting uh, yeah, they can get some. Uh, they can have a really getting bag skated after the game, so they probably didn't have any Freddy's frozen custard. Poor fuckers. But they're not gonna be like Pastor. Not gonna have a cold brew in the uh, penalty box. Yeah, you mean a cold Pretty no, sure they have a like cooler. Uh, and White Cloud already came out and said he's not doing Cold Stone Creamer anymore. Yeah, so maybe our sponsor, Freddy's Frozen Custard, at freddysusa.com, uh, will sponsor free custard to White Cloud since uh, he's not doing uh, Cold Stone's Cold no Stone. longer. And hey, guys, I don't know Cold Stone's website. They are not a sponsor of ours. So go to Freddy's Frozen Custard. It's much better. <laughs> so sorry, Chris Chapman. We're ruining your whole uh, your whole ploy for this, this season here. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so Arizona just fired their assistant general manager, uh, Steve Sullivan. Uh, yeah. Uh, Most generic hockey name. In yes, yes. Very, very generic. Mm, when did that but, happen? How did I miss that? I missed I it too. Know, maybe, uh, maybe he wasn't eating some Freddy's custard. Yeah. So wait, was this the interim GM guy? No, they no, no, hired the GM up from, uh, from, from St. Louis. Now, hold on. Was Steve Sullivan already there when the new GM Armstrong yes. came in? He had oh, already, okay. He's been with the organization for a few years. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Arizona's yeah. a dumpster fire anyway, so sorry, Corey and Richie or whatever. Arizona sucks. Although, fantastic uh, reverse retro jerseys. Fantastic. The Peyote yes. Coyotes, absolutely fantastic. They're <laughs> top five reversey. Yeah, reverse top five player. for me. Yeah, and uh, and also thank you to uh, to that team for ruining uh, the Blues' day for the past couple of weeks. So. <laughs> it's yeah, fun. So. All right, Dave, take take this last one away. All right, uh, the NHL adds new COVID protocols here. We've got a bunch of little notes with it, but uh, they're finally adding rapid testing. Uh, we actually we kind of talked about it earlier with the testing, but uh, I'm not sure how long it exactly takes to get a result back. But it's a, they added uh, rapid testing. Uh, they reconfigured seating for previously infected players in locker rooms and meetings uh, that previously infected players will sit next to ones who have never contracted it. Uh, the home and work, work at home quarantine, where they're required to stay at home except for games and pr- uh, practices. Required uh, or encouraged? I, what? I couldn't hear you. Is it required or encouraged to stay at home? Re- required. That's what I read was required. Uh, and KN95 masks to all game personnel. All team meetings are now virtual. Uh, they removed the plexiglass from behind the benches and the penalty box, as we've seen and we talked about earlier, because of Reeves and Kane leaning back, talking crap to each other, by asking for financial advice or asking for a loan or whatever, you know. So, and uh, <laughs> eating Freddy's frozen custard to prevent COVID. Exactly. They, Freddy's frozen yeah. custard, guys. It prevents COVID. You know, uh, I apologize to our sponsor, Freddy's Frozen Custard. Uh, we cannot make the claim that it prevents COVID. Uh, that is, we have to distance ourselves from Carlo. I apologize for that. Uh, that has not been tested. But if it makes you feel better, maybe it's positive. Yeah, but, uh, but you, you put Frozen Custard inside you and everything else goes away, right? Yeah. That's, that's just, what's just, like, just like COVID uh, is going to be very nice after March 1st when we go from 35% capacity to 50% capacity of the restaurants. COVID's going to go away from that extra. I mean, because the dates really fucking matter. Like, get the fuck out of here. Sorry, don't get me started. Um, so stupid. If you want to go to 50%, go to 50% today. If it's not safe today, it's not safe on March 1st. Go yeah. or go home. <laughs> uh, 
removing the plexiglass, you know, I, I'm okay with that. You know, they probably should have done that from the beginning of the year. I mean, it's not like they actually have fans sitting right behind you where they have to worry about, you know, some better jumping. airflow for this whole, you know, airborne disease thing. So since there's no fans, why would you not have done that already? I guess. Yeah. And most of the, fans, the NHL they, ever they done games are actually sitting higher up. Yeah. Has the NHL ever been proactive with anything? There's your answer, AJ. That's why they didn't do it. Yeah, because I was going to say uh, the, the whole, like, let's sit a previously infected guy next to a not infected. I'm not 100% sure how that works either. Aside from that, I feel like a lot of uh, herd immunity protocols should have already been implemented. But, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, the, the, this seems like stuff that, like, like, basic shit that you should already be doing. Didn't, shouldn't they have figured all of these things in our checklist or our, our, our bullet points here out before they started this season? Yeah, the okay. meeting's virtual makes no sense. Why didn't they do that from the beginning? Exactly. Plexiglass, all that stuff. Rapid testing, once again. Uh, look, it's... Well, hey, if the NHL can get to anywhere close to 56 games, I'll be, I'll be pleasantly surprised. Also, um, because of the governor's new orders, Vegas is most likely going back to fans starting March 1st. Very nice of COVID to leave the arena March 1st. Thank you, COVID. Um, <laughs> anybody going to go if if let's say tickets are the same price as as your season tickets are you going to go to a game this year the only one that should go right now is summer out of this group and i i'm vaccinated and i don't even want to go like i just think it's ridiculous i'll wait till next season when things are when more people are vaccinated and things are hopefully a little bit more calm and safer to actually do things so i think it's it's really wild that there are people out there that think that the games will that the tickets will be super expensive. If you look at Arizona, they're advertising $25 tickets right now. Like that's, there's not a demand to go to these games. That's the normal okay, price for Arizona but, tickets. Yeah. But there are people out there that think that the Golden Knights tickets are going to be $300 for the $50 tickets. No. Or those $100 tickets, whatever. I don't think, I don't, I have no real interest in going. I'm enjoying sitting at home and eating my fr Freddy's frozen custard <laughs> as much as I would love to go to games. Cause I hate missing. I only missed a handful of games the entire times that they've been here. I, I can't, I just can't. Um, now with this, it's not just the NHL that came out with this. It was an agreement with the, the PA as well too. So yeah. it, they had to negotiate some things too through this and get the, the PA to agree all these new protocols. So it wasn't just straight the NHL themselves. Yeah, for sure. Which is probably why some of these were more relaxed to begin with is because the, the PA probably had a say to say, hey, we don't want to be so strapped that we can't do anything ever based on the guidelines. Um, but then they realized, no oh, shit, maybe we need to plug some of these holes. Yeah. Like, like Eric has said to us a few times, the, the player association will never agree to a, a bubble again, even though we think, I, at least I think they should have one, but they'll not, like he's right, they will never agree to one at all. No, no, not, not, not with how long it took to get through it and, and how long people were away from their families, I'm sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, is what it is. I, I'm just happy we're able to see hockey this, this season so far. Um, hopefully everybody stays healthy. There's not a lot more of these uh, COVID breakdowns that happen, but I, I think we all know it's going to be inevitable at, at times during the season here. So uh so anything yeah. else before we uh, close it out for, for tonight? Or uh, we just all going to go eat some uh, frozen custard after this? Buddy, go get yeah. your Freddy's frozen custard. Thank you to our sponsor, Freddy's Frozen Custard. That's freddysusa.com. With three 
locations to serve you in Las Vegas. They just built a brand new one on Russell and Rainbow. Go try Freddy's Frozen Custard. And for our next episode, we are going really hard after actual sponsors at this point. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and for those of you who are actually listening right now, still to us, getting over our Freddy Custard BS here. I think they turned it off at the first mention. Yeah, no, I, they, 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 I apologize. They, they, they for anybody who got more than one than Freddy's frozen custard. What's your favorite custard from Freddy's? God damn it. <laughs> 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 All right, Dave, go. Hold on. I'll tell you. I, I'm, I'm so hungry and I could use a custard. We should end this podcast. As I was trying to fucking say, um, <laughs> anyone who got the shit scared out of them by my dog saying hi to you guys, you know, they're just trying to be interactive with us, you know, I apologize. They got excited of talking about custard and some guy must down the street must have been taking his trash out and you know that got him going <laughs> all right so on that note uh next week we'll be uh shit i don't even know what our sponsor is going to be but it's going to be something hilarious we'll, we'll find a different sponsor for next week uh we have two games this week both against colorado and it is going to be the reverse retro uh matchup on lake tahoe hopefully nothing uh derails it between now and then so they can play that game uh, I think it'd be really cool. This will be the first time Vegas is actually uh, in a nationally, like the only game that's going to be going on. Like it's a big deal, right? The outdoor game. So I think it'll be a lot of fun on uh, Saturday. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it all looks just to see where they put cameras. Cause they have to build this whole thing out. Like they're putting it on a golf course. Like, yeah, it's, it's uh, not they in probably already have it laid out. I mean, whenever they have the winter class, they start laying that thing out uh, over a week before. Oh no, it's it's already there. They just haven't. I haven't seen any pictures of how they're doing the camera system or any of that stuff. Because once again, there's there was nothing. There was no infrastructure built in there, right? Like they had to build yeah. um, locker rooms and all this stuff. There's it, no infrastructure because it, yeah, it's a golf it's, course. They're playing it right on the 18th fairway. Yeah, it's not on the actual lake like Bella Marin thought. So <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the, guy. The, the lake the lake isn't even frozen over right now. Like, <laughs> I don't think it does ever float. It's, it doesn't fr- freeze over at all. Yeah, it's, it's very wet right now. If they tried to play yeah. out there, would, it would just be gonna water polo. Another reason why we need to give Flory some credit here. He created new cheat codes that Belmer doesn't know. <laughs> you know, like not swimming in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> all right, so right, on that let's note. Let's get out of here. Yeah, we'll, we'll be here next week uh, to uh, to talk about those games, and uh, hopefully Belmer has uh, got his pool floaties on. So uh, anyways, um, this Polar Bear Club. Sponsored by Freddy's Frozen Custard. Take it away, Kyle. FreddysUSA.com. <laughs>